Hello guys and welcome to the Lucier Wonders Why podcast. Um, you're listening to me, I go by the name of Lucier and this is season five, episode six and um, we've got a very interesting topic to talk about. I always love the topics that um, I choose to talk about um, but before I do I just want to say a hey hey to those that are abroad um, and those that's in the UK that's listening to me as well, um, I really appreciate the listening ear um, that you're you're taking the time out to listen to this podcast, really. So the, the real question that I've got for you that we'll be discussing today um, is called, can a village raise a person or can a person raise themselves? Now, some of you may know of that from uh, an African proverb. And I will be sharing my thoughts and hearing um, the thoughts of my special guest later on. And he goes by the name of Miles Hessen. And he is a professional basketball player um, that represents and is the captain of the British men's basketball team. So I'll be talking to him later in the podcast, just getting his view really on what's his perception of in terms of can a person be raised by a village or can a person be raised by themselves or does it take both elements? So the key thing that I would say is um, in terms of a village, it's quite quite basic and well known to know that with a village, a community, um, it's, it's supposed to be seen as the community shares teaches the values, shares the responsibilities to help um, the young children grow up so that they can um, venture off into the aspects into the world. Um, But however, in reality, (laughs) um, that doesn't always quite happen, depending on where you've been um, brought up, uh, depending on uh, looking in depth of who, who raised you. Um, because not everybody is raised by their biological parents. Um, we could look at external communities, for example. You know, you've got your schools, um, some religious aspects like churches, mosques, uh, temples, things like that. Um, and then you've got the additional external part of villages like clubs and people go for scouts and things like that. So there are little other community um aspects that help raise a person and they all have um, the shared value of of providing a safe environment making sure that it's fun it's free and um, there's learning going on and and things like that but as I said in reality that doesn't always take place so then I had to think about the community as one aspect and then today's society as another aspect and then looking at the individual. And with today's society, um, currently in 2022, it, it, it's, it's difficult and it's different. And there's always going to be changes and changes always happen, you know, regularly throughout many, many decades. Um, but, you know, certain people within the village, within the community do experience hardships. And therefore now... Um, on top of the the COVID that that has came in, um, that's caused and created a big a big dig into family support, community support, because throughout the hardships that were going on 
and the diversities that were going on beforehand. You've got the the pandemic that's created further isolation, that's created further mental health issues, various aspects of depression and anxiety, and therefore it's just molded a new behaviour. Um, and then you've got kids that are naturally born into a digital world. And then you've got obviously generations before that um, either were just up and coming in the beginning of technology, as well as before technology even, you know, increase or, or became something. So you've got all those aspects, really, because the, the generation that's with social media, it, it can be quite um, a conflict it, it, it can be seen that Google or it can be seen as social media can raise a person, but at the same time, it, it can also make someone less connected um, to themselves where people then compare themselves a lot on social media. People look at social media as the be all, the end all, you know, the foundation book, you know, the, the, the way of living, depending on what they choose to scroll on, depend on what they find satisfying to their mind. You know, growing up, just imagine yourself going through the teenager age, going into the young adulthood, and it's just, you're just used to Facebook. <laughs> you're used to Instagram. That's all you know, and that's all you ever know. And that's what you've been, you know, you've came into the world knowing of and learning. So it's difficult as well, looking at the aspect if if family bonds are broken, um, there's always some kind of dysfunction in any family, no matter the gender, the colour, the culture. It's always someone that there's someone in the family that you're just not keen on. And um, it, it can be difficult because, you know, they say community starts at home, but having an open mind to things, not everybody's home, is healthy. And um, some people are come from a very struggling background, um, a traumatic background. And um, some people end up not being what they've, they've came through, which leads me on to the sentence of, well, or the thought of really that children, you know, they, they can be raised in different ways, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you are going to become the person of of what you've gone through. There's so many people out there. You know, I was talking to Miles about um, people from the UK and, you know, abroad. There's so many people that we know, the Oprah, um, also the British actor as well, called Daniel Kulea. Um, he was from Queen and Slim on Netflix and, and many other things that he's in. And, and everyone, Idris Alba, who's uh, another UK um entrepreneur um in itself and he's come through certain kind of adversities and things like that and it doesn't necessarily mean you end up becoming what you've gone through um those experiences are traumatic um and it, it can take a toll but it depends on you know your strength and the support around you and some people don't have that much support around them at the same time but they they, they find strength from other areas it could be strength from their creativity it could be strength from that one person that they always you know um, see at school uh, whether it's a regular teacher or it's a lunchtime supervisor or it could be the one person at church that's kept them going you know always kept them in check so it it 
it, it varies really in terms of what's happening in today's society. And these things have happened long before uh, COVID, but it's just a general talk of what I see of today um, in terms of family bonds, because it, it can be quite quite severe depending on what you have gone through and what you are possibly currently going through. So then that leads me into the emotional part, the social part uh, of the, you know, the economic system, which is supposed to be a part of the village and the community. And as I said earlier, communities and people within community have got their own hardships going on, own difficulties going on. And therefore, everyone's focusing on themselves. Not everybody is in a household of a two-parent household and therefore the emotional support and the emotional system that a a community uh, should come together doesn't end up happening because everyone's got their own thing that they're focusing on. Certain traditions and values change um, due to different changes of the world and what's going on in the world. Key thing, COVID. Um, new behaviours that happen in the world. Um, And then you also got to look at the case of, is it a question of do we need a village anymore? Or is the village now um, a place of it's the internet's responsibility because of how behaviours have become accustomed in the pandemic? We've got to look at things as is there starvation for the connection um, that's been going on. Um, you got to look at what type of areas as well, where certain villages can be quite tight, grit knitted and functional. And then also you can look at um, just if you wanted to go that deep, just geographical. <laughs> but we ain't going to go there in terms of that. But I think it's important just to to realise that, you know, you become your quality of 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 life based on what you choose to be around Um, and choice is very very important it's a very very key thing making the choice because you've got to make that commitment um, through what you've gone through with yourself within your own time of what kind of direction of life you want to go in um, based on everything that you've gone through Um, and even that in itself is is a mindset powerful a commitment to yourself. I think um, that can be even harder than being on a diet, <laughs> you know, or, you know, you try to commit yourself to, I don't know, some people uh, try to commit to themselves giving up smoking or, you know, not eating too many cookies in the kitchen or cutting down on their sugar intake. I think when you've gone through certain personal life experience, even that in itself, and you're trying to come out of that and make a better way for yourself um, can can be difficult, um, but it can be done. It can be done. Um, but then we go on to the individual and every individual has their own opinion. They have their own personality, which obviously transforms and changes as you get older. Um, and the process to accept, keyword accept, um, accept joys and challenges through um, what you see in the community, as well as what you're currently going through internally, probably behind closed doors or within yourself. Um, So that can be a a challenge in itself for the individual. And it was quite interesting having the conversation with Miles, um, talking about our own personal experiences, 
and um, we're of a similar age group and just looking at how we grew up, um, to be honest with you, and, and kind of what helped raise us in a way. Um, so look out for that and, and listen to that. And I hope, I hope you guys um, enjoy it because it was very interesting and intriguing for me. And, and like I've said before, even though I have the conversations with many people, um, I always get inspired even more after the conversation, after record, after the recording and, and speaking to them more um, offline. So uh, give yourself a little bit of a break and I uh, hope you enjoy. And if you want to feedback to me, be sure to catch me on Google. Be sure to catch me on Anchor. Be sure to catch me on Spotify. My email address is l-u-s-h-e-a at hotmail.com. If you want to provide your feedback, always welcome to uh, read comments. And if you want to find me on the Instagram, it's um, Lucia Soul. So be sure, be sure to catch the, the interview soon. See you guys. Okay, so hello everyone and uh, thank you for listening, for those that are listening from afar, from abroad or those that's in Birmingham, UK with me. I appreciate the listen. Um, my name is Lucia um, from my podcast, Lucia Wonders Why podcast. We are in uh, season five, episode six. And um, we've got another interesting topic that I'm going to be discussing with you. Um, and the topic that I have chosen for this episode is called um, Can a Village Raise a Person or Can a Person Raise Themselves? And um, if you do know, that's been taken from the African proverb of um, it takes a village to raise a person. Now, um, with me, I find it quite diverse, but um, the special guest that I do have with me goes by the name of Miles Hessen, and he's a professional basketball player, um, currently on tour at the moment, originated from Birmingham, UK, and he is a captain of the Great Britain's uh, bas basketball nationals team. So, um, Miles, if you just want to say hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> thanks for having me. Now, thanks for joining. I appreciate it because I can imagine your schedule is um, very hectic. So in a way, this online thing uh, kind of helps us in a way. Um, but no, um, if you just want to give the listeners a little bit about yourself before we go into talking about the topic. Um, I'm from Birmingham originally. I'm 31 years old. I've been playing basketball for about maybe professionally for about 13 years. And um, yeah, I'm a father of two kids. So that's going to help with the conversation that we're going to have. Mm. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Okay. All right. So, yeah. So the question um, that we're going to be discussing is, can a village raise a person or can a person raise themselves? Now, to me, when I thought of this and uh, um, I was planning it, um, I broke it down into sections such as the village or the community, um, as well as today's society. Um, because I know from a community aspect, as every decade goes on, um, things change and community changes. So therefore you've got the community as in your immediate family and where you're stemming from, which is supposed to be 
people aspiring you, um, giving you that positive interaction, providing that safe, healthy environment um, for a person to, to be raised and to go on their future aspects. But at the same time, you've also got the external communities like the schools, or if your parent or parents take you to scouts or football or things like that. Um, or some people are religious and go to church or mosque or whatever it is. Um, but it's not necessarily where communities are seen to, to give that support because in itself, it takes a group of people in that village to make a community. But for me, in communities, you do have the hardships, you do have the uncomfortable ways of asking for help. And because society changes and you've got social media in different parts and different places, for me, you don't always get the support of a community. So yes, a community can raise a person, but I also think as well, an individual can raise themselves, but it, it can be quite difficult depending on where they're coming from. Um, because I know it's seen as though, well, if you're, if you're from a certain family in a certain kind of up class of bringing and whatever's around you, then your quality of life is going to be based on what you had growing up. But then I don't necessarily agree with that because you can come from poverty or from a struggling background, but not necessarily become what you, what you were in, if that makes sense. What's your opinion? Mm -hmm. I agree with what you're saying. Um, I think, yeah, times changed from, from when I was growing up in, in Birmingham, in like the, the 90s and the early 2000s. Mm. I feel as though people were, like even just families were bigger, like people were more inclined to help with parenting a bit more. Mm. Like if you, for instance, if, if you'd be going to this, going on the streets or something like that and going shopping, like if your if your kid was acting up, there would be older people in the community that would wouldn't mind like disciplining you in a in a way like having a, a talk to you, like mm -hmm. just speaking. But I think nowadays you can't say anything to anybody without I don't know being cancelled or you know like the the generation that we're in now is a, it's it's gone a bit softer and it's changed a lot. So I feel as though in terms of like a community, mm -hmm. a lot less people are involved with other people's lives if you if you know what I mean mm -hmm. I feel as though everyone's keeping to themselves now I mean social media is huge so people don't really need to interact with other people face to face anymore I mean mm -hmm. there's so much influence going on from from the people's phones and tvs and stuff now I yeah that's a lot. you've touched on um, a key thing which I was going to mention in regards to today's society, the social media. So um, I'm a 90s kid myself, and I know that it was 1989, 1990. Yeah, it's, it was at the start of when technology was just forming kind of thing. Um, but at the same time, I, I would say, or I don't know if you agree, being from the same era, I'm blessed to not be born in the in the advanced part of the technology the way it is now so like yourself community was around you would go across the road after school well for me coming out of the uniform because I can't play in my uniform but mm -hmm. going across the road to the neighbor next door and um 
just playing on the streets, if it's just riding your bike together, um, it, it was a bit more safer uh, kind of thing. But with the technology now, um, as well as with the pandemic that's happened on top of everything, it's that being grown into, be grown into isolation. So when you're grown in isolation, um, you, you're naturally just immune to be bound to be isolated because then to me, I think then the community then becomes the social media for you instead of the human being interaction where it's lost um, because it's all down to what can you get, what validation can you get from social media when really we should be getting certain parts in the village. Um, also trust in a village is a big thing can we trust each other now? No matter of your color, your gender or your religion, can you trust your neighbor across the road? There's always a community watch <laughs> wherever you are in whatever neighborhood. Um, so there are that, that difficulty that I do find now that where people are raising themselves in a way because I don't think it depends on whether you've come from a single parent or if your parents are married or they're together and not married. I think it comes from the experience and the personality of the child growing up and what they're experiencing to determine what route they want to go. And that's where the difficulty is. I mean, I don't know. What's your opinion on that? No, I definitely agree. I mean, there's so much in the world now that's different to when I was growing up or when we were, you were growing up. Mm. It's, it's hard. It's hard to say because obviously, even when we were coming up, I was in a big. Fa I came from a big family, so my my parents, if they went around, my aunties and uncles, they would keep me in check. Or mm -hmm. anybody that was older than you at the time, maybe at your grandparents' house on the weekend or something like that, it was their responsibility to to basically raise you for the time that you were there. And um, I'm not really sure how, how often that happens these days because that older generation have obviously passed on and mm -hmm. I don't know if the, the, the same traditions are still being carried on. And um, that was a big part in my life growing up. Mm. I mean, just being around family and stuff. But a lot, like you said, like with the, with the pandemic and stuff, a lot of people are choosing to not isolate themselves from everything, but it's, it's so easy just to to FaceTime someone rather than going to see them or just call people rather than actually making the effort to go and meet people out. And I think it's, it's going to have a, an effect on how people uh, are going to live in the future also. Yeah, I mean, you touched on a, a good thing in terms of um, how the responsibility used to, naturally used to be on the outer circle you know, within other family members now. And I think now, as well as, with the, the pandemic it's that life of survival it's that fight not a physical fight but a mental fight to juggle jobs career and running a house it's it's more maybe I can't speak for everyone it's maybe of that focus now I mean there's different families everywhere and different cultures everywhere I'm just looking at a, just a general aspect of things you've also got unfortunately which holds a community you've got the financial part now access to money is important but if certain social clubs and certain things are not down and not there anymore um that can have a big hindrance as well because a part of the village for me 
after secondary school was going to um, a social club in Smalley where young kids after school, you got your tuck shop that would happen at quarter past or quarter two. And they would only sell like a little 5p, 10p sweets and it was no hot food, but it was a little tuck shop that they had there. And you got the snooker table and the badminton. And you just go around different activities and it would be open to a certain decent time that you would go after school. That was a part of my village growing up that enab enabled me to have that social, emotional um, kind of link with different children, different peers who were working there. Um, and, you know, I'd have to say one of my father figures stemmed from going to that um, social club who I'm still in contact with now. Um, but he knew me when I was age 11, again, from that social club. Um, and he's like a father figure. So one thing I would say as well, it's difficult when there's not enough funding or facilities around within a community to even help raise, raise a person because not every parent or parents, depending on job shifts, um, have the time to uh, either they can't pick their child up from school or when they go home, there's no activity. They go straight home and the child is left to whatever. And then it's social media. So I think the external environment in where the government used to provide, and some still are around, but not many, that external mm -hmm. village, that's a key factor as well. Yeah, 100% agree. I mean, I was always involved with, with sports after school, before school. So, I mean, I had older brothers and a lot of older cousins and stuff that I used to go and do things with. Mm. So, I mean, definitely if there's no, if there's no outlet after school. Yeah, outlet, keyword. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's not really much else to, to do these days other than go home and play PlayStation or something like that. Just get lost in, into the metaverse is coming now. So, yeah, a lot of. Yeah, it's going to change a lot of different different aspects of the way people are going to live. So from what I can hear from you, you had the external part after school. You've also got your family as well that helped you raise you. Would you say as well, some good responsibility from yourself is where you raised you as well, using all those aspects to help you? Would you say with you that you made certain decisions in life and you made certain choices to help raise you to be the man of who you are today. Yeah, definitely. So it's always going to come down to you personally as well, because I mean, as much as you say that a, a village is going to raise you, but you only you're only going to learn from what you see. So if you're seeing, if you're seeing like older people that look like you, especially like older black men, for me, mm -hmm. doing good things in life and moving in a certain way then you're going to learn from each and every one of those that are in your life at the time so you'll take the good points and the bad points from everyone that's around you and basically create your own way of thinking the way that you're going to maneuver through life with, as you get older mm, because I know that because I remember reading a biography like from Oprah Winfrey and um, Tyler Perry recently actually um, and just other people that have come from trauma backgrounds whether it's different types of abuse and they're like one of the richest people um you know on the billboards of usa um there's also british um people that are from my hometown in birmingham um that have come and they've, they've made it in their acting career and they're doing well and you know 
Um, but at the same time, no matter the, the diversity and the struggles that they've come through, I do believe as well that, or even looking at Eminem, I do believe as well, it's not always what you've been through, you become. Do you, do you know what I mean? So you yeah. can go through certain bad experiences and trauma, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you will end up like those people that you've, you've been around. Because as I said, you've got many people out there that come from certain trauma backgrounds. And I know people within my friend's circle that have gone through horrible experiences. Maybe it's through fostering or whatever. And they've got their own children now and things like that. But they are not anything how they were brought up. So I do mm -hmm. believe as well that your village may not always be healthy, Miles. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I know you said in terms of having a, a black male role model um, is important, but sometimes you, you can have unhealthy people around you as well, um, whether they're family or they're an associate to your, to your family. Um, but then, like you said, it does take you to make that, that key decision of where you want to go in life, because what, to, what you determine today is what helps you become tomorrow and the future you if you make that commitment to yourself do you know what I mean definitely definitely honestly and it's not easy like you said some people have, have grown up with very traumatic bad bad places and stuff like that and I mean it must be hard seeing all that type of stuff happening outside your front door every day mm -hmm. to go the other way it's not easy it's, it's definitely going to come down to a personal a choice yeah personality and experience and that commitment to grow and learn and educate yourself it goes down to the basics of just even books you know what I mean just having that open mind um because it's not everywhere that is supposed to be healthy is healthy around you so I'm glad that you've mentioned some of the stuff because it's key that there can be um a starvation in communication and connection within your your village but at the same time, it's also key to understand that a person can raise themselves. But then the kind of hard thing about it is raising yourself. And if, you, if it's just you and social media, you and social media, depending on what friends you have around you, even that can be dangerous, Miles. <laughs> Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Because some people go into social media and they just naturally compare. They naturally... Yeah. Uh, you know see what's in front of them and then they compare themselves and if you don't recognize yourself or hold yourself accountable to you then you can get lost in becoming someone who you're not you know um so now you've raised some some key things there and um I'm not going to I'm not going to drag it on too much because I think to me, that's all much that you can really talk about. We're not going to go into the depths of a one-hour conversation. <laughs> conversation, mm -hmm. But I definitely wanted to have you on board just to tickle your mind of what you thought about that. And, you know, is your final opinion of a village can raise someone or do you believe it's a bit of both? I think it's going to be a bit of both, but yeah. you definitely need people around you that are going to guide you in the right way so you can have the choice to learn either the good parts or the bad parts of everything that's going on around you and then and what, what advice would you give to anyone out there no matter the age of one tool at least one tool to give out there for someone to know 
of how they can develop their personal self because once you look at your personal develop, development, you, you don't hinder the struggles and the pain that you go through because you're making time to personally develop yourself. Um, what tools would you advise? Not necessarily within <coughs> basketball, but just a general mm-hmm. thing. Just in life, I feel as though people need to start, like you said, like start comparing yourself to other things that are going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone's running their own race to say, and they've yeah. got their own path that they're going to lead and go on. So, I mean, no matter what age you are, there's other people that are going to be doing better than you or worse than mm-hmm. you at the same age, same time. Mm-hmm. So there's no point comparing yourself because everyone's different. Just know what path you want to be on and stick to it. Stick to it. No, I appreciate that. So, yeah, before um, we make a close, is there any shout outs or anything you want to say for last words before we uh, depart? <laughs> Uh, no, it's been a, a good conversation. Yeah. People listen and have yeah. their own little, little thoughts and stuff to it. Yeah, so, yeah for sure, for sure, for sure. And I appreciate you, as I said, taking the time out. It's the first time we're talking to one another. Um, I have not spoken to you before, but um, no, I really appreciate you taking the time out. So for now, um, guys, if you want to catch me on Google Podcasts, Apple, um, Spotify, just type Lucia Wonders Why and um, you'll find me in Google search. And um, if you want to also look out for the uh, MailChimp magazine um, based on this conversation as well, um, definitely look out for that link on my Instagram. Is there any plugins that you want to uh, put to the audience for social media where people can find you or follow you even further? Um, just Miles Sesson on all social media. Okay, Miles. And I'm, I used to go to school with a person named Miles. So how is your name spelled in terms of Miles? It's M-Y-L-E-S. Okay. M-Y-L-E-S. Because I've heard of it as just as in like mileage, M-I-L-E-S. But yeah. So guys, if you want to follow Mr. Miles, Miles Henson, then definitely check out his Instagram and other socials or just go on to google and you'll find a little bit about him so you can understand um the person who i'm talking to that you're hearing so guys for now i'm going to say thank you for listening those of you that are abroad i know that there's different time spans <laughs> um but i appreciate the ear and i'd like to say thank you miles for joining me and a goodbye as well <laughs>